Nationers, welcome back. Episode 41. Here we are, the realest podcast, baby. Episode 41, the banner is right behind me. We're going to get right into it. Honestly, this episode, I have a lot on my mind. I have a lot to tell you guys. A lot to update you guys on. Lots to really just like talk about. Um, it's pretty intense, but... First of all, I do want to thank you guys so much for watching this episode. If you guys are new here, welcome. Make sure to hit that subscribe button if you guys do enjoy this episode of The Realist Podcast. I just burped while I was talking. I don't know if I've ever done that in my life. Like, quite frankly, I'm, I just... I was, like, I was dying. However, day shooters, we're back. Episode 41, again, we got some stuff to talk about. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. I actually brought out the laptop. I brought out the laptop. Um... For any audio listeners, shout out to all the audio listeners. I know there's a lot of you guys out there. There is a laptop on screen, so I'm able to, like, look up stuff just in case if I'm, like, wrong? I don't know. I first off want to talk about this KSI, this KSI fight. I also want to talk about Addison Ray's bikini controversy. Jeanette McCurdy just dropped a book. People are thinking Tom Brady is a mass singer, and he's hiding from the public. Um, it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Also, just a little bit of update on my Spartan race that happened last week. Uh, it's been a wild week. It has been a wild week. This week, even though it's been wild, it has gone by very, very fast. And and I think in addition... Okay, this thing... This mic keeps, like, jiggling. So I'm going to fix that for you guys so you guys don't hear a jiggle every single second of your life. However, nationers, can we talk about this brand new KSI opponent... The Ivan Nikolov, who is apparently a white supremacist? What? KSI is fighting a racist? What do you mean to tell me? How do you not look into that? How do you not look up like a, a photo of this man and not look at his tattoos? Okay, first of all, obviously, it would be, it'd be a little cruel to, uh, uh, you know, just to look at the guy and to be like, that guy's that guy's a white supremacist. You can you just can't do that. That's just like that's just judgment at its finest, right? However, um, interestingly enough, this guy who was supposed to um, you know be like the second fight of this new KSI or this KSI fight next week um, was uh, how would I say it? You know, was a half decent boxer, three sixteen and two or three sixteen and one. And he was a pro boxer from, I think, Ger no, it wasn't Germany. It was like a, it was Polish, I think, or something. I forget. I looked at, oh, Bulgarian. He's from Bulgaria. Um, and yeah, it's pretty interesting because I like woke up today. I opened up Twitter and I saw that KSI has a new opponent that's not Swarms because if you guys did not know, Alex Osabi and KSI were supposed to fight. Alex Osabi apparently. Uh, got a concussion and, you know, a lot of people are speculating that he got paid by Jake Paul's promotion because he was under them. Okay, so KSI does have a fight. He needs a new opponent. Jake Paul tried coming at him. It doesn't quite work. He then um, gets Swarms. Swarms decides to, you know, accept the fight. They're fighting. And now, you know, the, the fight's not really as anticipated as it is. And since it is KSI's first bout back, it's like, well, to fight like this guy who's never fought is like, well, okay, that's... I guess, cool, right? It's like Usain Bolt running against me. It's like, damn, what an event, huh? <laughs> like, it's not going to be exciting. Usain Bolt will win. I think. I think, I, I think I'm fast, but I'm not that fast. So, 
Um, Swarms is apparently not the the fight. So they sign another boxer onto the same card. So it's KSI v. Swarms versus KSI v. Ivan Nikolov. Okay. It's a pretty, like, interesting thing to do. Um, George Foreman? Not, no, that's, he does the grills. Um, somebody fought, like, four boxers in one night, which was pretty interesting. However, I think the one thing that was, I guess, the concern was that all four people were meant to, like, lose. You know, they just... They're going to lose. They're going to lose. Also, I forgot to turn on the lights for this episode. Let's turn on these lights. Let's get some lights up in here, honestly. And, um, yeah, so that was um, (laughs) that. That was pretty interesting. And now, that brings us to today, where KSI has put out a thing on Twitter saying that, like, well, he didn't say anything. He just posted, like, a new poster, and it has, like, a, a Mexican pro boxer. I forget his first name, but I know his last name is Padilla. And... Um, apparently there's like a new fighter. I'm like, well, what happened to this Ivan guy? Right. I think that was like the biggest question that I had this morning, other than what I'm going to eat for breakfast. Right. And I'm like, damn, okay, well, that's really odd because the fights in seven days, it's in seven days. Okay. So I have this article pulled up, you know, and it says, uh, I'm just going to kind of read it here because I I, I, I kind of just kind of skimmed through. I kind of like saw like the headline. I, I then started skimming through and I didn't exactly read all the quotes and whatnot. And um, let's just read it together. Let's just read it together. I do apologize if I do mispronounce some of these words. They are uh, a bit tricky. I haven't quite seen. I haven't heard. I haven't seen one of these words. So you'll, you'll know it when we get up to it. However, it says... And he raised eyebrows after announcing, you know, he fight both Swarms, a Bulgarian fighter, but Nikolov, 43, really old, has been seen to have neo-Nazi tattoos causing fan fury. Okay, right, that's kind of, makes sense. Twitter is probably a heyday. A white power tattoo is seen on his stomach and on his left forearm. Nikolov has a tattoo of the words Bloods and Honor, with a U, um, Honor, like Kalor. That is the name of the neo-Nazi skinhead group formed in England in the 1980s. Um, so I have a picture of the dude. I don't know what photo. Oh, I guess I kind of see. I just don't know what photo it is. Hold on. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Wow, we are, we are, we are, wow. Okay, hold on. Let's finish this article. There is some stuff that I, I think might be interesting, okay? So, also in between the words is a Triskelly symbol. Tris Triskelly symbol. Let's see what that is. Actually, Triskelly. I actually do kind of like look. Oh, I see. Okay, I see what it is. Google, don't ban me from your website for looking that up. Um, a three pointed swastika, which has a logo for the group. Which I I, I think the group is like the the neo Nazi skinhead group that they referred to earlier. Uh, and then Nikolov also has a uh, a Stuffstaffel logo on his right arm, which is, I'm assuming, the forearm one that they were talking about, which has the police and military force of the Nazi party who pledged an oath of loyalty to German ex-dictator Adolf Hitler. Right? Right? Okay. And this is this is kind of where, you know, I, I'm like, okay, I've kind of got all the information that I needed. But it says, his neo-Nazi tattoos were pointed out by one of his previous opponents, Daniel um, Blenda Dos Santos, who slammed the boxer after winning their fight in April. That's interesting. Um, also, Dos Santos, when I saw his ta- uh, said, when I saw his tattoo, some of them racist in nature, I wanted to hurt him. I, I guess that, I think that 
that's a very justified reaction, right? To slam him on the ground. KSI 28, he's actually not 28, uh, responds to his allegations in the video and has confirmed he's been replaced due to his tattoos. He said he's a white supremacist. Ivan isn't my, Ivan isn't my opponent anymore. He's been removed. Matchmaker also got fired for allowing this to happen in the first place. But yes, my new opponent is Luis Alcrez Pineda. Did I say Padilla? I said Padilla. Pineda. In case I will fight uh, the Mexican boxer who has a record of two and five, you know, he last fought um, and, and all just that. Okay, that's basically it. So here we go. This is where uh, this Ivan apparently this looks like a Facebook post, you know, like, you know, like when your family members, your older family members, like, you know, they just kind of like do an update, but it's not in like the normal text box. It's like an image that has like a background and then it's all the text on it. That's what this looks like, right? So Ivan Nikolov, I've seen recent news regarding a tattoo referring to quote-unquote white power. This was absolutely no relevance to an outdated opinion uh, and simply refers to my own belief in my strength and power as an athlete. Okay, but I can't read that tattoo. Like, the tattoo is, like, insanely hard to read. I'm assuming it says the the white, uh, does it say white? It does say white power. Okay. I have a criminal record or uh, I have, <laughs> he does not have a criminal record. He says, I have no criminal record or involvement with the police regarding any racial issues. Now, I understand how the tattoo can be misinterpreted, but I passionately distance myself from any other meaning it may have over or excuse me, other than representing my force as a competitor. So Nicole, Ivan, the white power Nikolov apparently is. I don't know. Is he? It, I, it's, you know, like, what does that mean? Also, um, for anyone wondering uh, who Dos Santos is, I'm assuming he's Brazilian, but he does have dark skin. He does have dark skin. So, just saying, I could see why he would want to slam him on the ground, you know, saying that there's been a lot of uh, uh, past things that have happened, right? I get it. I get it. I mean, that 43-year-old man probably, I guess, deserves it, honestly. I don't know how you, like, it's like, hey, let's go to the tattoo shop, okay? And let's go, you know what? I'm white. I have power. Why don't I just put a tattoo on me that says white power, right? Like, I guess I could kind of see his his side of it, but, like, and I could also see how it gets obviously mis misconstrued to what he said. But, like, how do you not look at that? KSI in team in company, right? How do you not look at that? And it was like, you know, his stomach just says white power on it, right? I guess you give him a shot, but I guess once you look at that, and I guess there also is some other tattoos that are are pretty uh pretty interesting here. Uh, I'm trying to find that one that's the swirl that I looked up that I hope Google doesn't be like, mm, you know. However, um. New opponent, new opponent. Um, Luis Pineda is KSI's new opponent. He's a two and five boxer. He's actually a professional boxer, which I guess at this point, KSI has officially fought or is hopefully going to fight a pro boxer before Jake Paul. I don't know. Seven fights is a lot as a pro boxer. Five five fights are a lot to lose. Um, but you know, you get up, you get up six times, you get knocked down five or however the saying goes. <laughs> however, very, very interesting. I know that was kind of a long winded, um, whole tangent, but man, do I love having the laptop here? Let me know in the comment section if you guys actually enjoy 
having a laptop. Like, is it nice just because I'm able to like see our topics? I'm not having to go on my phone. I'm able to just kind of see all the stuff that I need. Um, let me know. Let me let me know in the comments whether or not that is a great idea. In addition to that, nationers, I do want to talk about Miss Addison Ray. We haven't talked about her. Uh, we have not talked about her for a while. What episode was that last? Episode 33. Addison Ray. Actually, this TikTok, quite surprisingly, got me like 3 million views on TikTok. I don't know how. I don't know why. It just did. It just did. On this podcast, on the TikTok, it got me 3.3 like 3 million views, which was insane. And um, we're talking about her again, but not for the TikTok and not for everyone thinking that she was banned. Because like how TikTok worked was like it started like sharing that video, like, you know, like a month later as well. And people were like, she's not banned. She's not banned. And like, it was always so funny because people would comment like at Addison Ray, like for anyone that doesn't know, but like all the comments were that. Like you could just go to the comment section and tap the at. But I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's just like, you do your own thing, okay? You don't imagine out of the thousand comments on this video that somebody hasn't tagged Addison Ray. <laughs> However, Addison Ray, let's look up this photo here because it it is pretty pretty interesting. It is one of my actual uh, results here, <laughs> Addison Ray Bikini, because I did hear about it um, a while back. So this photo um, apparently caused a lot of controversy, which I kind of get. I kind of get. Um, I'm not religious myself, but I think there's two elements to this that are very interesting uh, when it comes to, I guess. This, you know, and like I said, like as a non-religious person, but somebody who likes to explore that with conversations on this, uh, you know, on the podcast, it is very interesting because uh, if you guys do not know, in, in, in somewhere in, I think, like Christianity, there are uh, three figures. There's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which makes up the Holy Trinity, right? Which is a very, I guess, like sacred thing. In Christianity, and mind me, I could be wrong. It could be like Catholicism. It could be like really any religion. It could be all religions. Who knows? Who knows? I don't, unfortunately. But maybe we could talk about that in the comments, or we could talk about that another episode once I figure this all out. Um. So Addison Ray apparently did a a brand. This is this isn't just like her like in a bathing suit from like Forever Twenty One. Okay, this is. Like a full-on brand, a very big brand, Adidas. Or in America, we like to say Adidas. Adidas, okay? Adidas. Adidas sponsored this. Like, it's like a promotional piece. I don't even know what it was for. I'm pretty sure it was just like her in the bikini. Like, I'm pretty sure it was just her in the bikini. And not to say that like Addison Ray is like entirely in fault. Because, I don't know, maybe there's, like, good money behind it. Maybe it was just, like, she wanted to just wear it. I don't know, okay? I don't know what that conversation was like. And let me let me tell you the placements, okay? So, the father is on her uh, right boob. The son is on her left boob, okay? That's the bra piece. And then the underwear is the Holy Spirit, Okay? What is this conversation like? It's like, hey, Addison, 
we're actually we're actually thinking about doing something um with like the holy trinity with like like religion we're just we, we just want to do something around that like what are you thinking do you like you're like a big influencer right like you probably have some good ideas what about a bikini there's three it's the holy trinity like it's a triangle like the two boobs and your underwear like what about if we put like the father son and holy spirit on it like that would be Whoa! Whoa, dude! And Addison's like, hmm, okay. I think we can probably make that happen. Um, when can we get started? <laughs> like, what? Like, how does that conversation go? How did? How does one approach first off with this idea, and then how does one accept this idea? I just don't get it. Like, how does someone do that? I just, I'm. Blasphemized. I I don't know if that's a word, but I'm blasphemized by this. And like on the thing, it has like Adidas, and it has like a vertical line between like another thing, and it has like praying, but like the ing is like hinged, like downward. It's kind of like my hand right now. It's kind of like it says pray, and then the ing slowly falls off, like it's falling off like a a roof, right? I'm just so confused. And apparently, she deleted it. I do want to... Let's read this Insider article here. Very interesting. I mean, like, you know, movie star Addison Ray. I mean, this is this is big, right? Okay. Uh, Ray deleted it. Okay, cool. And the one thing that, like, really got me, like, uh, talking about this, my sister actually knew about it. And not that she was going to buy the bikini, okay? But I was like, why is... I, like, got an Addison Ray post on my, like, feed, and I was like, why do people keep saying, like, Jesus is king in her comments? Like, that was the entire comment section. Like, it was every single comment was Jesus is king. And now, apparently, she's supposed to duet another creator, and that's the entire comments. Um, okay, overlaid, praying representatives for Ray did not immediately respond. Okay, well, that's great. That's great. Um, I don't know. Deleted the post on Wednesday. However many comment, commented on uh, Ray's other posts and TikTok posts about the swimsuit asking the he's all that star. Oh, because that's the movie she starred in. To apologize, you know, post on Instagram since she shared the new... Uh, she's not addressed it, which is... I guess, like, I don't know. Like, it's gonna... Nobody's gonna remember this in a month from now. You know, there's gonna be a handful of people who remember, like, oh, do you remember that moment? But, like, even a year from now, you're not gonna remember that she, like... You know, she either didn't respond or, like, didn't care, right? Like, and I think I kind of makes sense. So, by the way, this bikini apparently was $100 for the Lord... For the Holy Trinity? $100? God damn, just pick up a Bible and go to church. God dang. Goodness sakes. Okay. So, um, pretty interesting. I don't know. Like, was praying like an in praying brand? I think that's a brand, actually. No actual way. I'm finding this for the first. It's a brand? Oh, no, it's still in stock. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's still in stock. It's $100. And I could get it for, for interest for free payments of $25 with Sezzle. Wow, look at that. Wow, it's it's still for sale. It comes in black. It comes in black and red. It comes in rhinestones. That's exactly what I want. I want religion rhinestone on my bikini. Wow. This is... Wow. You could still... Should I buy... No, I don't know. I don't know if I want to buy it. Continue shopping. It's in my cart. 
Praying's an actual brand. I did not know that. I guess it is like, oh, hold up. Let me go to their shop. Let me look at all the other stuff that they have. Why is there an app? Okay. Why is it the only thing? Okay. They have like a, a spaghetti strap top that says, I'll talk to God when I'm dead. Um, they have like a purse that says God's favorite. They have like a, a hoodie that says you matter on one side and then don't give up. You don't matter. Oh, oh, I can see where it looks the other way where it says you don't matter. Give up. But I think it says you matter. Don't give up. I, I guess it really matters. Uh, I think it matters how you look at that. They also, what the frick is this? Why does this website website look like a high schooler made it? Like, like took web design one time and like made it. And then they have like shorts. They have like short shorts that like on the crotch, it says girls give girls money. And they have that on a spaghetti strap as well. They, they have like a whole line of that. This is like fetishizing, not fetishizing, but it's like almost like making a little like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It is. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like making like a little bit of a mockery of like, you know, like religion. Like, I don't know. What is this website? This Why? Why? Who is that? I don't even know. I'm so confused. This website. This what I'm not even. I've scrolled for so long and I'm not even halfway through the page. I'm not even half. To, oh, my God. I'm just scrolling to the bottom. What is on the bottom? How much stuff do they have? Okay, that's like their YouTube stuff. There's a life coach? Morgan Free Life Coach. This is the exact man I want selling me this this merch. What is this? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. This is... <laughs> they have a ghillie hoodie! Oh, man. This is interesting. Like... I don't know if I don't know how you approach that. I'm 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 looking at this afterwards and I don't know. Oh my god, dude, this girl is bent over. She is bent over. And it says on the back of her shorts, it says, no stress, no anxiety. What the absolute crap did I just discover? Oh my goodness. This is Why is why why are two adults feeding each other milk? Yes, this comment is is perfect. It says stop sexualizing God. I I get it. I get it. I think that was like the word Bro, what am I looking at right now? This is not what I expected. There's this girl that's wearing leggings and she has like like on the leggings it says God's favorite. And she has her legs like closed kind of like she's like laying down and she like poured she had like cereal within that little area where the holy spirit lives i guess and um yeah she poured milk in there um this girl smoking cigarettes through a flute a flute this person is naked with bread all over them in a bathtub this is trisha paytas is on here no way no freaking way Trisha Paytas is on here. This is too much. Like, who are these people? Like, are they okay? Are they Are they actually, like, okay? Like, I'm a little concerned. I'm just... How many followers do they have? How many people decided to hit that follow button? Okay. 
Only 110,000 people. I'm, I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm okay with that. This is concerning. Highly, highly concerning. <laughs> okay, I, I do want to at least mention at this point, Nationers, um, Jeanette McCurdy's new book. I've been reading it. I have been very, very excited for this. Been really, really excited just to like start finding out, you know, a little bit more about like her upbringing because like I think we all knew that there was like some like rough period of life, you know, like growing up. And I don't know if that was like, you know, like five years. I don't know if that was 10 years. I don't know if it was until her mother died, you know, because the book is called I'm Glad My Mother Died. It's a really, really kind of like, um, ironic title, right? Like, it's like, well, okay. Like, it's pretty interesting that you're glad that your mom died. You know, most people were probably very, very sad, but hey, Jeanette, kudos out to you, I guess. Um, so this book is very, very good. I'm about like 60 pages in as of right now. And my goodness, is it, is it a book? <sighs> Dude, I can't even describe it. It is such an interesting book. It is such an interesting book. So there's like a a prologue or you know like a like a beginning. Like a I think it I think she titles it before and it's like basically her and her brothers, her three brothers who are all older than her. Um and it's like them like next to like her her mom on the on the hospital bed about to, you know, die, right? Like she had she had um I think breast cancer from that wrong. Um Deborah McCurdy, Jeanette McCurdy's mother. She passed away. Uh, I think she passed away. What was the cause of her death? Yes, breast cancer. She had it since 1995 and was in remission for 15 years. And mind you, like, Deborah looks like she's okay, like, on the outside. But, like, man, is she a control freak. Like, in this book, and I don't know if that's just because of, like, how it's painted out, but it's very consistent throughout the book where it's like, oh, you're mommy's little girl. You do whatever mommy says. It's kind of like that relationship. And for like Jeanette, who's also like kind of aware that there are like other things, you know, like out there, but it's always like, oh no, you don't want to go like BMX and you don't want to like hurt because mommy wouldn't, because like mommy wouldn't, you know? So it's like, she kind of has to live up to her own mom's interests instead of going to do what she wants. Um, so she refers to, um, Deborah, obviously his mom, mom usually calls Jeanette net. Um, her dad is basically like the most vanilla bland NPC person ever. However, he's come up through an, uh, uh, he's come up, he's come up quite well. He, he seems like an all right dude. Um, however, there was a lot of like back and forth. They lived in like, uh, SoCal, like a little bit North of like LA and, like, growing up, like, Deborah like, wanted her to act because, okay, basically what I should say first is Deborah wanted Jeanette McCurdy to have the life that she never could have because her parents, her her grandparents, Jeanette's grandparents and, and Deborah's parents, never would allow her to do it. They never would allow her to go to beauty school. They never would allow her to, you know, uh, well, she went to beauty school, but then I think she got breast cancer and then like, things, no, no, she had kids and then things changed. So now that she had a girl who was like her little princess, you know, it was basically like a puppeteer, like being like, well, I never got the chance to, so I want to give you the chance to. It's almost kind of like, this is your best interest, right? This is 
best for you. You know, what I say is the best thing that you could do, you know? So that's kind of encompasses a lot of it. There was a lot of, there was like one fight. So a lot of these chapters are like one to like three pages, four pages, but they basically talk about like an event or an occurrence that kind of either helped shape this overall story or is the overall story. So it's kind of like almost like a diary journal where it's like, it's, but a recap of it. And so she kind of puts like her own thoughts, like, um, she grew up Mormon. And so she talks a lot about the church, um, not like how it like affected her, but it was like her only time that she was away from home because she didn't really like being at home. So she was grateful to have these three hours at church. And, uh, if I didn't mention, she grew up Mormon. I think I mentioned that. Um, and Obviously, like, Mormons are kind of identified as, like, a cult. I have a lot of Mormon friends just because of, like, I guess how they've been brought up. Like, I guess their morals are pretty good um, for the most part, right? And, you know, they kind of obviously get, like, their bad rap. And so I imagine a lot of people when she when they found out, like, her mom's, like, a crazy psychopath were like, well, yeah, because she's Mormon, right? And obviously I should pretext this. Like, I think it would still happen even if she wasn't Mormon. I think like the church, she only, so her grandparents were Mormon, but her mom wasn't really going, she never really went to church. She kind of just said she was religious. And in the book, once her mom got breast cancer, she like, she's like, I need God. Like God will help me like, you know, heal. Right. And so if she were to pray and pray and pray and keep hoping, that would be, you know, the answer, right? She ended up, you know, losing her battle to, to breast cancer. And overall, like, that's, I guess, the how the church kind of plays in. It kind of just plays like this, like, you know, like a getaway from the house and um, whatnot. So it's pretty interesting. I haven't got to much of, like, the iCarly stuff, and I haven't got to much of, like, her her big acting gigs, but we're kind of, like, in this really early phase of, like, you know, like her becoming like a background actor and then becoming a principal actor with speaking lines and, you know, showing up for different shoots. And like a lot of these things kind of take place like months at a time. You know, they're not like, oh, next week or like last week. But some of these happen like, you know, three months at a time over the course of, you know, so many years. Like we grew up from her being like six and now she's eight, you know. And so, like I said, a lot of these are journal entries kind of looking back at like what it was wherever these take uh, places like the overall story or kind of like a uh, context to it. Right. And so there's just kind of like a lot that like has been left on, um, unsaid, um, so far there's been a lot of things. I think a lot of people know where she tried getting like hush money from like Nickelodeon for like $300,000, a little over a quarter million. And she denied it. And she went on ABC to kind of talk about that point. And she was like, yeah, like, the, the money would be nice. I'd be able to, you know, like, pay off a lot of stuff for, like, a lot of my family members going through college. But I knew that, like, it just wasn't right, you know? And kind of through this book, you kind of get to see the sense of, like, she knew what was right, but her mom always was, like, the deciding factor, you know? And it was like, well, well, uh, mommy said, kind of like that type of nature. So it's very rough, um cut like it is very it's very interesting and i really really enjoy it so far hopefully by um next podcast i'll be able to finish it by then um because it is a really good book and i'm excited to see what um happens from it and just to kind of like see a little bit more into the side of you know this acting side or 
this uh, the, the bigger side that is, you know, what we know her as in iCarly and Sam and Cat. And now she's like directing and she's doing films and it's really, really, really awesome. Um, very interesting book so far. I'm glad my mom died by Jeanette McCurdy. So far is like a, a, a high nine, a very high nine, like a 9.8 book. Like it is, it's a good read. It's a good read. It's sold out actually, actually everywhere. It's the number one book in America right now. So that's that's kind of all really I know as of right now, 60 pages in. Um, so again, I will get back to you on that. However, Nationers, I do want to at least talk about my Spartan race. Last week um, when that episode went live, I was actually running. I was actually running right as the episode went live. And mind you, it didn't do super well. Um, but if you guys want to go check out that episode, of course, go check it out. Episode 40, big episode. But episode 41, Nation, we get to talk about the recap of that. And that is, I was the fastest 18 to 24-year-old on that day and at the event. Huh? You're telling me Jared Hathaway, 21-year-old re- retired ex-track star, was the fastest 18 to 24-year-old? I came fourth overall uh, in the sprint, which is, I think this one, it's a 5K, this market is a 5K, but it was about like 3.6, 3.7 miles. Um, and I finished with a time of 38.11. Uh, again, I finished fourth. I then um, was kind of like, Try to figure out throughout the day because I was the first heat if I was going to uh, stay on top of the 18 to 24-year-olds. And I'm still there. I'm still there. Still very much there. Um, some of the photos are really funny. In addition to that, it was a really great race. I think I think in in short, to kind of like sum it up because like obviously the big thing is that I won, you know, my age group. But there was uh, a time. So... I kind of how the race went. I kind of, I usually try and redline. Not usually. I don't try. I usually redline, which means like you're almost like putting almost in like your full effort over a mile, but you have three miles, right? So you're exceeding a lot more than you need to. So I decided to pace a lot more during this first half of the race because I knew if I could like keep enough in the tank that I could do well in the second half. And that's exactly what happened. So um, I basically am like second after like two obstacles. We head into the forest for like a mile. We come out, we do barbed wire, monkey bars, finish those super fast. We then head down this hill and we head to this helix. And like I said, it's like dominoes where it's like an X pattern and they just kind of cross. And so you have to kind of like go again, up, go again, up. It's kind of a hard obstacle to describe, right? So the obstacle, um, like that obstacle, there was a guy who was in front of me for like, for basically like the entire race. He, like, did not know how to do that obstacle, and I'm pretty sure he failed it because I completed it, like, super fast because I'm, I know the obstacle. I know how to complete it fast. I then go into rolling mud, which was awful. It was so tiring. My legs were dead after it. And mind you, it's, like, the easiest obstacle. I was dead after, right? So I go through it, go through slip wall, dunk wall, and the slip wall, oh, my God, my legs were dead. My legs were dead. So I climb down. I look back, and I see him coming into the rolling mud for the first time. I'm like, this dude did not know what to do on Helix. So that was that. And I also had video, and my mom videotaped it. And, yeah, he did not know how to complete that obstacle. And that happened. The uh, I go hit my spear throw real quick. I was like, okay, I, I didn't practice it. I forgot to. And I hit it. I'm like, yes, let's go. So I go run. And then we go into the Atlas Ball, get through that, go up this hill, and there's this guy behind me who ends up actually beating me. 
But we go through, like, the sandbag. We go through the bucket carry, and this guy, he had, like, this little heart rate monitor. He passed me on the bucket carry because he was a little bit bigger than I was. So, in percentage-wise, it was, like, a third of his body weight where it was actually a third of my body weight, but it was, like, you know, like a fifth of his body weight, right? He was a little bit bigger, and he he passed me. I was just trying to stay in contact. So, we go through that. We go through the A-frame. We go through Hercules hoist, and there was this long stretch after, like, the Z-wall. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, my time to go pass him because it's like, bro, dude, it's a long stretch. I know I'm a faster runner than him. You know, it was just a heavy carries, and he just kept the distance. And then we had a whole bunch of obstacles right after. So we did that, and I, like, we're about to go up this hill, and I pass him right as we're going up this hill. I go up to the rope climb. My hands are still so battered from the rope climb because I tried getting down fast because I knew I had to get down this hill. And I go down this hill, and I'm just dead. And I'm, like, probably, like, 300 meters from the finish line. And I'm like, dude, my legs are dead. But I'm like, I'm willing to suffer for this minute that I'm about to run. This minute and a half that I'm about to run. Because I know I'll recover after. I'll be fine after, right? And I'm like, just come on. Just get down this hill. And we both, he gets to like this inverted wall before me. I'm like right next to him. I didn't want to go anywhere else. I was like, I'm going to go right next to you. Get up there. Climb over it. He like throws himself over. I get down. He, we both start running. He's like five feet in front of me. He gets to the vertical cargo net, which is straight up and down instead of an A-frame like the letter A. Oh, my God. He got up, and he's big. He's tall, right? So, like, climbing up something that has, you know, like a foot spacer, two feet, foot and a half spacer, not ideal for him. I just soared the thing like freaking Tarzan. Curious George out here. Flip over, and he's like, ah, good job. And I get off, and I'm like, freak out! Let's go! And, yeah, that's how I came uh, the fastest 18 to 24-year-old at the Seattle Spartan. And then we, I did a whole bunch of, you know, like, posting stuff that day. So, great event, honestly. What a great freaking event. And, by the way, I think I had my best YouTube video on my main channel that just posted today. Um, I'm going to look at it. It was a short-form video, right? And, man, did it do good. Man, did it do good. Um, it did 9.9 thousand views. Um, which shorts is always a little interesting, but that, that for me is really, really good. Um, very happy about that. And, uh, yeah, I get like 30 subscribers from it. So hopefully those, you know, subscribers, you know, become fans. And by the way, nations, our goal by the end of the year is to hit a thousand subscribers on this channel. So if you guys are new here and stayed all the way to the end of this episode, make sure to go hit that subscribe button, go see what's behind it. I'm pretty sure it's, um, it's pancake mix. <laughs> However, thank you guys so much for watching episode 41 of the Rollers Podcast. I appreciate you guys so much if you guys stayed here. I'll see you later. Have a good one. 07. Peace. Peace.